If you continuously improve your show and track your progress with data, your podcast can help drive your company's entire content marketing strategy and really get that content flywheel going. Introducing Recorded Content, a podcast for small, scrappy B2B marketing teams who want to get the most out of podcasting. In each episode, we capture stories from industry experts and podcasters. Listen in and uncover what it takes to launch, run, and grow a successful B2B podcast. Check out and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Let's jump in. Hey, this is Justin Brown. I'm the co-founder of Motion and your host for this episode of Recorded Content. Recorded Content is brought to you by Motion, a done-for-you podcast agency for small, scrappy B2B tech marketers. I run Motion Sales Cycle and hear all the time, you know, about what specific podcast metrics a company should consider. Here are a few questions that come up during that initial call. How many downloads can my company expect from its first few episodes? Or what podcast metrics are most important? Or how can I measure the ROI of my company's podcast? And I used to try to answer these questions directly. I'd ask questions about the company's current content distribution strategy. I'd reference podcast stats or outline ballpark numbers from other shows. But I really don't do that anymore because it's a losing battle. Someone can capture, edit, and post a TikTok video that gets 4,500 or 45,000 views this afternoon. So no matter what I say for downloads, I'm dead in the water. Because it's hard for a branded podcast to release a single episode and get 4,500 downloads this afternoon, especially. If a podcast gets 4,500 downloads in its first seven days of release, according to Buzzsprout's global stats, over that seven days, if it got that 4,500 downloads, that would put that podcast in the upper echelon of the top 1% of podcasts in the entire world. And we're comparing that to the wrong thing. So instead, I use these questions to share my point of view on podcasting and its impact on an organization's overall content strategy. From my perspective, there are two major ways to view the ROI of a podcast. One involves specific podcast metrics or KPIs and the other doesn't. So today I'm going to dive into the key metrics you should be tracking to measure the ROI of your podcast, as well as the factors that contribute to its overall impact on your company's content strategy. Whether you're just starting with podcasting or looking to improve your existing strategy, this episode is going to provide the information you need to share your company podcast performance with management and with your CEO. First, we're going to start with how to measure ROI, whether that's from downloads to mentions. When measuring your company's podcast ROI, there are a few key metrics that have to be considered. It's important to segment these metrics into quantitative and qualitative data points. By tracking and analyzing these metrics, you can gain valuable insights into your podcast effectiveness and identify improvement areas. We'll want to use quantitative metrics to get specific data points, which are generally easier to measure and analyze. And some of those key quantitative metrics that you should be looking into are as follows. Subscribers and followers. The number of people who have subscribed to or followed your podcast on a particular platform is a metric that can give you a sense of your podcast's overall popularity and help you track growth over time. So just note that all podcast directories provide an official subscriber count, so you may have to infer this number from your podcast analytics data that is accessible from your specific hosting platform, whether that is you know Buzzsprout or something similar to that. The next thing you want to look into is downloads, the number of times your podcast episodes have been downloaded or streamed. 
This metric can give you a sense of how many people engage with your content and can also indicate the level of audience growth. You'll also want to look into website traffic, the amount of traffic that your website receives on your show page or individual show notes pages. Website analytics can help you understand how your podcast is driving traffic to your website and can be an important factor in determining the effectiveness of your podcast marketing strategy. You'll also want to look into video views. A podcast is more than an audio channel. Your show has listeners and viewers. And when you produce a video podcast, you get an additional opportunity to connect with your podcast audience via video. So track video views on YouTube or your own website, however you're embedding the video on an episode page or another page on your company's site or that relates to your company's site. You also want to look into email opens. Does your company publish a newsletter? Does your sales team conduct outreach? Do you use email to communicate with prospects and customers? I assume you do. The content from your company's podcast can play a significant role in email marketing. When you include podcast content in email, you can help your audience and provide a way to grow your total number of podcast listeners. You'll also want to look into social media engagement. The number of views, likes, comments, and shares your podcast content receives on social media platforms are metrics that are useful to gather from not only your brand page and accounts, but also from individual employees within your organization. If you're looking at all those things, it can really give you a sense of how engaged your audience is and help you identify areas where you can improve engagement. You'll also want to look at traffic from paid ads. A lot of podcasts can be used as the foundation for an ad strategy. At Motion, we have customers who use video clips of guest interviews or even standalone images as the specific creative for an ad. These ads provide social proof for your company and can drive more website visits from your target audience. Of course, you'll also want to look into revenue, the amount of revenue generated by your podcast specifically. This could include revenue from referrals, podcast guests, or other collaborators, or direct attribution, a customer states they listen to or watch the podcast. One of our customers who's actually made an appearance on this show uh, says that he uses gong data. He goes through all of the sales conversations and searches for the word podcast to see how many people throughout the sales cycle have referred to the podcast specifically. And then he brings that information to leadership and says, hey, you know, on this month, 10 people said they listened to the podcast in sales calls. You know, this one person said, I never would have found out about you guys if it wasn't for the podcast and I love listening to it. These are good additional things that you can bring to attribute it directly to revenue. In addition to these quantitative metrics, there are also several qualitative data points that can help you understand the effectiveness of your branded podcast. A lot of podcasters focus on the download metric because it's a very tangible number. I mean, I get it. I look at download numbers. These qualitative metrics, though, are generally more subjective and are a little bit more difficult to measure, but they can provide important insights into your podcast success. And so let's get into those. Some of the key qualitative metrics that you can include are reviews. The number of reviews and ratings your podcast receives on various platforms can help you understand how your audience responds to your content and can be a good indicator of overall satisfaction of the show. Also look for mentions. The number of times your podcast is mentioned on other platforms like LinkedIn or other channels can give you a sense of how much your podcast is being talked about and can indicate overall brand awareness. Mentions are sometimes hard to detect, especially if your audience doesn't tag your company or podcast. So that's something to keep in mind. And, you know, one of those things that makes it a little less tangible and a little bit harder to track. Think about just 
consuming, maybe writing, you know, memos to yourself or whatever it may be when it comes to direct feedback. The feedback you receive from unique listeners through communication channels like email, comments, and social media messages. These can give you a sense of your listeners' engagement and capture what they like or dislike about your content and your show. You'll also want to look at internal feedback. Don't underestimate the power of feedback from your internal team. Did sales reference a podcast episode to a prospect? Did sales get feedback from a potential customer? What about customer success? Are they using the podcast episodes to help existing customers? By tracking and analyzing these metrics, you can get an idea of what's working and identify areas for improvement. To truly understand the ROI of branded podcasts, you need to take a holistic approach that considers both quantitative and qualitative data points. Now, let's get beyond those data points and uncover how podcasts can improve your entire content marketing engine. While quantitative and qualitative metrics are important for measuring the success of your podcast, other factors can contribute to its overall effectiveness. So let's look at ways a podcast can provide ROI beyond other metrics like downloads or video views. One of the primary benefits of podcasting is the efficiency of creating high-quality content. With a well-planned out conversation, your show has a lot of positive effects on other content areas. You can create multiple forms of content, including blog posts. A single podcast episode can provide the basis for a detailed blog post featuring insights and experiences from your internal subject matter experts. You'll also get videos. Short video clips can be created by editing your podcast episode, and those can be used for social media distribution or, as we mentioned, as the creative for an ad strategy. You'll also be able to create social media posts. You know, do you struggle to identify great content for social media? When you have a well-structured conversation on your podcast, it's easy to select segments for social posts and use quotes or big ideas discussed in a new episode and share those from your company's social media accounts. You can also encourage employees to reference the podcast as a primary way to spark further discussion on social. You'll also be able to create show notes. You'll create these individual podcast posts for each one of your episodes that will live on your website. On a podcast show notes page, it helps to include a summary, key highlights, major themes, guest information, and more. This page serves as a home for each episode and allows your company to use specific URLs to track website traffic. As I mentioned, you'll also be able to create ads. Images and video clips from your podcast can be used to run ads across all major platforms attract new leads, or focus on the growth of your current show. You'll get the full-length audio. The most obvious and direct use of a podcast episode is posting full-length audio on platforms such as Spotify, Apple, etc. This provides a direct connection with your audience in all major podcast apps. You'll also be able to create follow-up episodes. Once you build momentum and release new episodes consistently, you'll get more ideas for episodes. Each conversation will inspire you to search for more answers, more stories, and more connection with your audience. The ability to create various forms of content from a single conversation means that your team can focus on one primary output, a conversation or a podcast episode, and get several pieces of authentic content. Since podcasts capture genuine conversations, the content is already in your company's voice, and the ideas are your own. That streamlines the content creation process and reduces the time and resources needed to create multiple forms of content from scratch. Beyond the efficiency of content creation, a podcast can also significantly impact a company's content marketing strategy. Most marketing teams work in silos, but a podcast enables your marketing team to naturally collaborate with other departments in the organization. Here are six ways that a podcast can have a positive impact on your entire content marketing strategy. One, you'll capture customer insights. People often say, talk to your customers, but it's hard to do that if you don't have a vehicle to make it happen. A podcast opens that door for you. 
Number two, you'll be able to meet other industry players and influencers. You know, the people who get featured at conferences, give keynotes, and appear on the industry's best podcast. But do they know you? Your company's show gets you one step closer to them knowing who you are. Number three, you can build relationships with partners. When working on a small marketing team, it's important to get a sense of your company's entire ecosystem. And partners are a big piece of the puzzle. A podcast helps establish these connections. You can build rapport with the leadership team at your company. B2B marketers understand the importance of involving leadership when creating content, but building relationships with the people in charge can be tough. When you run your company's show, you get a chance to interact with the leaders and loop them into the content creation process. You'll also get to build relationships with other people in your organization, not the ones that are not on your team. You need to build relationships with those in charge and those on other teams. A podcast helps break down those silos and solicit feedback from all areas of your organization. And finally, you'll get to demonstrate your ability to deliver quality content consistently. It can be hard to prove yourself to others outside of marketing. In a lot of cases, other teams aren't aware of the content strategy at all. A podcast allows your team to deliver great work time and time again. A podcast can act as the centerpiece of your content marketing flywheel by providing regular, high-quality content. The podcast can help you create and distribute other forms of content, which can help drive website traffic, social engagement, brand awareness, and a handful of other things that we've mentioned in today's episode. In addition, a podcast can also help you build relationships with other thought leaders in your industry. Inviting guests to your podcast allows you to tap into their audience and create valuable networking opportunities to help grow your business. Ultimately, the ROI of your podcast goes beyond traditional metrics and extends to the efficiency and quality of the content you create, as well as the impact on your overall content marketing strategy. By focusing on those factors, you can create a podcast that engages your audience and helps drive your business forward. To effectively measure the ROI of your podcast, you need to start by setting clear and specific goals before you ever hit the record button. Using the SMART, S-M-A-R-T, framework can help ensure that your goals are specific, Measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. For example, a smart goal for your podcast might be doing increased website traffic by 20% within the next six months. Or you might want to improve the conversion on specific PPC landing pages. Or you might want to increase the total views your company gets on LinkedIn. Once you've set your goals, you need to track the key metrics that are going to help you measure that progress to get to what is that ROI. Depending on your goals, those metrics may include downloads, website traffic, social engagement, reviews, or revenue. By regularly tracking metrics, you can identify area for improvement and adjust your strategy as needed. Regularly analyzing your podcast metrics can help you identify areas for improvement and adjust your strategy as needed. For example, if your social engagement is low, you might want to consider experimenting with different types of content or posting at different times of the day. For me, for example, I found that when I posted videos of myself talking in sort of this sort of way where I'm talking to camera and talking to the audience, those posts ended up doing really well. Whereas when I would just post a clip of just a guest talking and I wasn't included, people didn't always feel like they were in, engaging with me. So I started pulling video clips of just myself on camera. And that was a good way to try new things for me to post on social. So you might want to try different video podcast formats or just episode titles, descriptions, types of repurposed content, what have you. Finally, it's important to continuously improve your podcast by learning from your successes and failures. Regularly analyzing your metrics, experimenting with new strategies, and soliciting feedback from your audience can help you improve the quality and impact of your podcast over time. With that said, try not to change too much at once. Pick your spots, make one or two key changes, and then analyze the data again. Your audience evolves over time, and so should your podcast. 
The impact of your company's podcast can't be measured on metrics alone. Instead, you need to consider specific data points, qualitative feedback, and the impact your show has on your company's entire content marketing strategy. A podcast lets your team focus on one primary input, a conversation or podcast episode, to get several authentic pieces of content. If you continuously improve your show and track your progress with data, your podcast can help drive your company's entire content marketing strategy and really get that content flywheel going. So when you think about the overall ROI of your company's show, try to look at it from a few different angles, not just downloads. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Recorded Content. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Recorded Content, a show brought to you by Motion, a done-for-you podcasting agency for B2B tech marketers. We do the podcast stuff so you can focus on strategy, building brand awareness, and developing new relationships. To learn more about how you can launch and grow a podcast for your company, check out motionagency.io. Thanks for listening to Recorded Content. 